Off the ball. Seven days a week. With BetDAC.com, the sports betting exchange. Serious about sports for every season, every sport, and every team. Now the 2 2. A swing and a pop up. First base side foul ground playable. Perez, Santana, Santana makes the catch. Ball game. The Indians have won the American League pennant. And Cleveland, for the sixth time ever, you will have a World Series. Shepard trying to stay with Curry. Catches one dribble, steps back, puts up a three. Won't go. Rebound tip taken by Spades. Final seconds. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Cleveland's long sports nightmare has ended. The drought is over. 52 years. Time to celebrate a title. And the emotions for LeBron James, who delivers on his promise. I set out a goal two years when I came back to bring a championship to the city. Cleveland! This is for you! Yes, the voice of LeBron James after he helped the Cavaliers to uh, victory in this year's NBA Finals against uh, the Golden State Warriors. Tonight, just after one o'clock tomorrow morning, around five hours' time, Game 1 of Baseball's World Series will begin a progressive field in Cleveland. It's the Indians hosting the Chicago Cubs in that best-of-seven series. It's a matchup that's historic for a whole host of reasons. We documented the story, actually, of the Cubs and their incredible history on the show a couple of weeks ago to discuss what may happen in Cleveland tonight and what it means to the city. We're joined by Scott Rabbe, Cleveland and born writer, mostly regularly with Esquire. Scott, you're very welcome to Off the Ball. I'm honoured to be aboard today. Thank you. Scott, I've been watching baseball for many years now. I have a secret love of the Red Sox. And it's a sport that's laden with curses and droughts and agonies and hard luck stories. I can't actually recall a more novel World Series matchup than this one, where for the neutral, it's almost impossible to decide who do you root for, given the histories of these two franchises. It, it seems that at least over, over here that outside of Cleveland, very few people are actually rooting uh, for the Indians but because of the, the, the Cubs lore, because of, of Chicago's aura, and because it's been 1908 since, since they won a World Series. I think by and large, it's, it's Cleveland against the world. At least that's the feeling. Yeah, I heard earlier today that eight days in Detroit before Chicago won the World Series back in 1908, the Model T Ford actually came off the production line for the first time, which just goes to show how long ago it was since they were last uh, kings of baseball. Well, talk to me about what this means for Cleveland, because, I mean, you're uh, from Cleveland yourself. I mean, it was, to coin an American sports phrase, it was the losingest city in U.S. sports before the Cavs ended that 52-year wait for the city to enjoy a major championship. It's not a place that's used to any kind of success, and now it's in a position where if things go well over the next 10 days, it could be gorging on championships. It's it's uncharted territory. Someone asked me this morning whether this this was the greatest night in Cleveland sports history, and, and I asked him to suggest any possible competition for that honor. There, I'm 64 years old. There's never been anything like it. I still can't quite... I don't know that I've entirely digested the fact that the Cavaliers came back from being down three games to one against the 73-win Warriors to, to win the NBA championship. Now to have to have 
the Cleveland Indians opening the World Series tonight, the same night that the Cavaliers are going to unfurl the banner and get their championship rings, it, it's, it's unlike anything I ever expected to see in my lifetime. There's a couple of notable curses in Irish sports, or certainly people from counties in particular, the likes of Clare Mayo over the years, that have felt there's something a little beyond the natural at work that's preventing them from returning to the winner's circle. Do cities like <laughs> Cleveland or <laughs> Red Sox fans, for example, Chicago Cubs fans, do they wear their, their history, their agony around almost like a badge of honour in some ways? Is that what Cleveland have, have done pr- prior I, I, to the Cavs? I, I think we had no choice. I think as fans, allow me to explain the reason I'm laughing. My, my wife is, is a dual citizen born in the U.S. We, we visit Ireland often. I've always had a deep and abiding affinity for Mayo. And, and indeed, you know, mostly stay in Kilsala for, for a week and visit Ackle. There must be some soul recognition there. I'm really not familiar with the, the sports history of County Mayo, but there must be a reason I feel a great kinship. For, yeah, well, for that, well, their drag goes back to 51, and they, unlike the Indians, have been in, in 10 finals since 51 and have Oof. either drawn or lost all of them. They haven't actually had the. Oh. Cleveland haven't oh. had those opportunities. I mean, their last World Series appearance was back in 97, if I'm not mistaken. So yes. it, it, it's yes. not like they have had the. They've been this close to success several times and had it snatched away from them. It's a, it's a very different feeling, I, I would suspect. Oh, I, I, I think so. I, I think the agony is much different if you've been through it that many times. You, If you compiled, and I loved listening to the montage uh, uh, before our segment, but if you compiled all of Cleveland sports misery, you know, d- dating back to 1954 or so, you might you might have, have that. We call it the misery montage, and we've all seen it a thousand times. And the, and the truth of the matter is, and I think many people felt for us, I'm not sure that this would be true. Uh, there, but but that we wouldn't know what to do. We wouldn't know how to feel. We'd have no identity whatsoever if one of the teams won. I don't think that. I I certainly don't feel that way. I can only speak for myself. But yeah, there were pieces written. There were pieces written in the build up to this year's All Ireland Football Final that if Mayo win the All Ireland, what do we talk about? What do, pe- <laughs> what do people from Mayo talk about? What do what makes them and is their standard identity that separates them from other counties? And it's clearly a feeling that uh, people from cities that have these sort of droughts they can empathise with. It the city, the team itself. I'm getting the feeling that they are almost at one with the city of Cleveland and the state of Iowa. They're way down the payroll in terms of the the rest of the Major League Baseball franchises. They've no major stars, unlike some of the big teams that have won the World Series in recent years. They're almost a, a blue-collar team, I think they've been described. And has that allowed them to develop a real uh, kinship and connection with the city of Cleveland itself? Oh, I very, I very much believe so, that they play the kind of baseball that goes back to the National League in a previous era, scrappy, uh, that, that kind of stolen base, bunting, you know, playing, playing small ball, which is antithetical to what the last generation uh, of Major League Baseball has been with the sluggers. Uh, but but having, having last won in 1948 and the Cubs having last won in 1908 and having the Cavaliers end that drought last June – it's hard for me to feel, I, I, I certainly, once the game starts, we'll, the intensity will be there. But right now, I feel like it's all gravy, that if the Cubs should win the World Series, I can live with that because those folks have waited long enough. Will there be anybody watching the Cavs tonight? They're hosting the Knicks at around 12.30 Irish time. That's 38 <laughs> minutes before the first pitch is thrown in Game 1 of the World Series. 
that, that they've sold all, all the seats. The the arena and the baseball stadium are, are a stone's throw, literally, from each other. So I suspect that a, that a large number of people will try to do both. They'll at least see the ceremony before the basketball game where they will unfurl a championship banner and present the, the Cavaliers with their rings. And I think some people at that point will happily leave the basketball arena, stroll over you know, to, to, to Progressive Field and take in game one of the World Series. That's a fantastic night for Cleveland. Does the city come to a standstill on nights like this, Scott, or is it really still just a small proportion of the population that would be um, would have enough of a connection to the game of baseball itself, to the city sports teams itself, that they actually will be consumed by what happens in possibly seven games over the next few days? Utter, utter standstill. It, uh, unlike New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles, many, many other major league cities, Cleveland has suffered, along with the teams, has suffered a a great deal of loss in terms of jobs and population over the past half century. When something like this happens, which is which is rare unto unto a comet, uh, yeah, there's there's no alternative. There's no sense of well, life goes on elsewhere in the city. The entire region of northeastern Ohio, and and indeed much of much of Ohio down to Columbus, comes to a standstill for stuff like this. Jimbo was texted us to say at least Cleveland still have the hapless Browns to stop them from losing the run of themselves completely, <laughs> which is true. They do continue to stink no matter what uh, the the Cavs or the Indians might be achieving. The identity of Cleveland, they've been mocked really for the best part of the last half a century, Scott. I, I hear it a lot. I listen to a lot of US radio and people in Cleveland were just sick and tired of being branded as this city that just breeds losers, breeds chokers. And it almost seemed to get down right into the psyche, the everyday comings and goings of people in Cleveland, that it was something they just couldn't shake. I wonder if these uh, stories of success and these stories of championships continue to wrap themselves around Cleveland, that will it actually get deep into the DNA of people from the the, the area, that they actually will feel that we are people, we are somebody, we can achieve, we can be uh, break the underdogs tag and beat the odds. Is it that deep or am I maybe just getting a little too philosophical about it? You're, you're, you're certainly not getting too philosophical for this old man. I think for, for younger fans, I honestly believe that they have not been burdened, certainly just in terms of chronology, have not been burdened to the same degree with the stench of failure. And they very much resent that label and now can embrace a reality that I think they can internalize much more easily than I can. I, I, I still, you know, I, I've, I've gone out into the world with a, a, a chip on my shoulder, uh, a certain level of resentment, uh, just based on the fact that everyone made fun of a city uh, that, that I grew up in, that I love, that made me, you know, the person I am, and that those teams represent the, that city and represent me in the world, I think it may be too late for me. But I, I really do think that, that for many, many, many people, uh, younger younger than I, that, that this marks a sea change and that it's not it's not something, it's not far-fetched at all to think that this makes a palpable uh, you know, to the extent any of us embrace sports at that kind of gut level where it really does inform you know, our, our souls in a way that, you know, if, if someone claims that of opera or of paintings, no one questions it. They're, they're, they're aesthetically validated by, you know, you feel that way about a sport and you're written off as a Neanderthal. But the truth of the matter is for, for people who truly are fans, especially the younger fans in, in Northeast Ohio, th- this has been something along the lines of a miracle. They could do it a big start tonight. You care to call call it for us, Scott? Indians in I'm seven? Not, 
I, I, I'm saying Indians in five, but that's all oh, hearts, by the way. That's the all Cubs, talk, surely. Yeah, absolutely. The Cubs are the Cubs really are an outstanding team. And may I remind you, so are the Golden State Warriors. Well, look, there is the president there in the very recent past for the people of Cleveland to watch their team upset the odds. God, it's been great having you in the show. Enjoy tonight's game. I know you're in Jersey writing your next book, so but you'll have a, a keen eye on what's happening in your hometown. You Enjoy every pitch. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Off the Ball with BetDAC.com, the sports betting exchange, serious about sports 24-7. Every season, every sport, every team.